Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, I'm back. I know it's literally been like a month and I'm sorry I've been so MIA, but we're back. So that's great. Um, Today's episode is with a good friend of mine by the name of Fran Miller. Um, She's the founder and creator of F. Miller Skincare, which is a green beauty line based out of here, here as in Toronto. Um, On today's episode, we get into how she left her nine to five in fashion and transitioned over to skincare, which is quite interesting. Um, And then we get into her morning routine. And I kind of chose that topic just because personally knowing Fran, like her mornings are very long. Um, I totally know that taking time in the morning is a luxury for some people. Um, But I think as of recent, I've just been a little bit more mindful in the mornings because they are so important with how we set intentions for the day. So yeah, we get into that. I don't get to share much about my mornings. If you guys care, then hit me up and I'd be more than happy to get into that. So I'm going to stop rambling and we're going to get to the episode. But before we do that, I do ask that at the end of the episode or even before you just leave a nice five-star review. It would just be super kind. I would appreciate it. And then we could just keep doing this. So yeah, do that. We're going to get to the episode now and I'll see you guys soon. Hey, Fran. Hi. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you. I think I'm honored. Yeah. Um, Okay, so why don't we um, kind of get into, for the people who don't know who Fran is and what she does, um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Um, Okay, I'm Fran. I founded F. Miller Skincare about five years ago now. Um, I feel like it was longer. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been six. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I do currently full time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I came from a bit of a different background, but made the foray into the world of natural beauty. um, I mean, a handful of years before I actually launched the brand, but uh, yeah. So what were you doing before, before you kind of like founded Um, I was working in fashion, um, both retail management and wholesale, Mm -hmm. uh, for several years and always really truly had a passion for beauty and products specifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say from a very young age, pretty much my whole life. Um, so that was also something I kind of did on the side, um, for personal reasons and eventually just kind of was super unhappy with where I was at and felt like I wasn't doing what I meant was meant to be doing and kind of just I never had intended on really turning something into its own brand or company Mm -hmm. but uh, it just kind of naturally the pieces fell into place and now I definitely feel like I'm doing what I was meant to be doing. <laughs> How old were you when you were, I mean, in the fashion industry and you were kind of like, okay, I want, like, I'm sick of this shit. Uh, what age was that? 
that was probably 24. You were 24. 25, maybe? I feel like, yeah, because that's kind of like the age that I'm at right now. And I find that a lot of my friends are kind of like so sick of their nine to five or whatever they went to school for. Um, and they're like, they kind of take that complete opposite turn and direction um, into their careers. So either it's like something completely different, like if you're like a lawyer turned writer, or if you're like a fashion person turned skincare or even like makeup artist. Um, so it's really interesting because I feel like after high school, we're all kind of like put into this little box of needing to like go to school for something specific and we're 17 or 18 and we don't really know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, I mean, some of us are fortunate enough to kind of like know right away what we're doing. And I say fortunate because I feel like taking that turn is so scary sometimes. Yeah. Like in the middle of your growing years and that's when people are like have student loans and like or like how am I going to pay for this if I'm just going to change my complete like if I'm going to change my career path right now I feel like that may just be me yeah but no no, definitely not just I feel like it's common (laughs) it's definitely common um but no it's definitely interesting to see because I feel like it's been like you've said six years now since you've been doing this um so I know you were into makeup as a kid mm-hmm. and you like wanted to do that route. Mm-hmm. How did it come about that you just like went into skincare and like green skincare too? Because again, like now, um, now we're seeing so many green brands. Every, like every brand is green. Yeah, pretty much now. Um, but I want to say that you were the, like kind of at the forefront pioneering it, but I'm sure that there are other people that I just didn't know about. But yeah. the first time I heard about your brand, that was the first time I kind of like even knew what a face oil was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so face oils are pretty much all natural. Yeah. So yeah, tell me how that kind of worked out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so I went to school for fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, had always really loved the thought of being in the fashion industry. Um, and it still today is definitely a passion of mine and, that sounds really lame, but <laughs> um, I love a lot of aspects of the industry too. And I, I think I went into my program kind of searching for the right little pocket within the industry of, of where I could see myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I, I came out of school really armed with a lot of new skills, but I didn't necessarily find that magic answer that I was looking for. So that's when I kind of started just, you know, working in different areas. Um, But nothing quite ever really felt like it fit perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, at the same time, pretty much parallel to everything had started experiencing skin sensitivities fairly early on. So in my like early teens, um, between eczema, psoriasis, and a lot of like straight up just mystery things that I would go to dermatologists and they would just flat out tell me that they didn't know what it was. Was it on your face or so like your body? Was <laughs> uh, on I mean, body. that's the worst. 
if yeah. you're going to a doctor, well, like, like, we don't know oh, what's wrong with you. Okay, so then yeah. I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so was it eczema and psoriasis, or like they couldn't put the- literally undiagnosed okay. to this cool. day? <laughs> Mystery illness. I suspect. I mean, we also, I think, you know, from a naturopathic and holistic viewpoint, kind of know a lot more now. And yeah, no one was really talking about yeah, like diet and internal relating to external, and I think. I kind of have my own suspicions now. Um, same as anyone else. It's like, if you maybe eat a certain thing, it might cause a flare up or yeah. depending on your body. Um, but. Or even stress. Stress, too. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was kind of dealing with that. And to be honest, stress was probably. It. Being in it, fashion, yeah. it probably was it. Yeah. And I was, you know, it was school. It was a busy time. Um it was a pretty intense program. And after that it was, yeah, work was also equally as intense. Um, so I think stress definitely was a huge part of it for me. Um, but yeah, I was always experiencing these kind of like weird breakouts and not just like acne, but actual like eczema-like symptoms mm-hmm. um, on my body and was being prescribed, you know, cortisone creams or prescription stuff that wasn't even working, which like <laughs> I would try them and they didn't even work. So it's, I just literally had no answers or solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when I started a little bit after that kind of started looking into other options and oils had just really like, I don't even think anyone's really talking about them. Like I, I think can, it was the time where people were scared to use oils cause they were like, Oh, yeah. you're going to clog my pores. Yeah. yeah. And obviously like, I think body oil was kind of like the first, like remember Neutrogena had that body oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then do. Neutrogena's commercials were also like, don't clog your pores. Yeah, like like, oil free. Everything yeah. was oil free. Yeah. Um, so you forgot what we were talking about. Okay. What are we talking about? Um, Yeah, no. So I basically just kind of attempted to take matters into my own hands and just see if like the prescription creams that they were kind of giving me weren't even really to solve the issue. The whole point was that they didn't really know. So it was a band What it was. And it was just like, here, this will help with the itching or this will help with the pain. And that wasn't really the point for me. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's when I really started looking into oils and kind of, you know, did you ever see a holistic doctor for this or were you just never actually? Yeah. And I find I have nothing against. That also wasn't really something that like anyone was talking about. Yeah. But again, like to be very clear, I don't have anything against medical professionals, but I find that a lot of things that were kind of prescribed are band-aids and they're not really helping you at the core of the issue. So it's kind of just like, you know, you keep putting a band-aid on top of something to kind of like heal the wound, but there's always a scar left as opposed to, I don't know if that, like, if it's true, but it's like when I find that when I'm going to a holistic doctor, the whole you know, the whole point is kind of like find out the root of the problem. Let's heal it. So whether it's like your hormones, your adrenals, all of that. Um, So I think we're just a little bit more aware 
well, and educated just, now. And I'm so, you know, appreciative and respectful of our medical system. Mm-hmm. I think we would be nowhere without it as well. But um, I think it's just very clear. Like I have a, one of my best friends is a doctor and now a dermatologist. Um, That's convenient. Yes, very. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, very um, Shout out. Yes. <laughs> Put her name in the notes for anyone in Toronto. Um, but she was the first to say like, no, we don't study diet or you know mm-hmm. nutrition like that's just not part of it there's they have like a course well and then they don't remember there's it. no time yeah. you would be in med school for 20 years if you had to learn about everything so it's just purely not something that they're trained in mm-hmm. and i think that's just it it's it's just knowing and kind of understanding that fact and taking everything with a grain of salt and then you know, basically just like arming yourself with all of your options in a way. Yeah. So it's like getting different perspectives and then kind of making your own decisions on things based on your instinct. And you're the only person who knows how you feel inside and what your body specifically is going through. So um, anyways, tangent, but yeah. So I essentially just kind of got a bit obsessed with with oils and it seemed like it wouldn't do anything bad. At least it would be nice to try it out and see if it made a difference. And uh, not I really even if just, it's healing, but if it's kind of just like, just like soothing, soothing right? Yeah. Like it would stop the exactly. itch, it would stop the redness. Like if like, that was the point of yeah. a cortisone cream, then I might as well get the same effect. Even if it's not natural. healing something, but it's like, yeah, relieving it, relieving mm-hmm. the pain. Um, and so I literally just started researching and finding whatever I could and then just mixing my own shit in my bathroom pretty much from the health food store. Um, and I mean, long story short, I just really quickly saw effects. So what was the first product? The first product, I I mean, it was the body oil or the face oil. Yeah. Fast forward to like five years later, um, (laughs) when I actually decided to To make it a real thing, the first product was the face oil. Okay. And Um, now you have like at least seven. We have nine Nine. products now. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, also what year is it? It's 2019. And I feel like this winter specifically, like so many people were kind of like faced with the fact that, you know, I have eczema or I have psoriasis and there was all these. It's only getting worse now. It's only getting worse. And I think it has to do with our stress levels, the environment, um, the food that we're eating. Um, These are definitely all factors, but the climate, like climate change obviously is real, but like it's real in my skin. <laughs> it is real. Like, like I see, I see the difference. I got diagnosed with eczema. Water, depending on where you are, the water you're using. It's just like little yeah. things that you don't even think about sometimes. Yeah. So I got diagnosed with eczema when I was in like grade five, but like we knew the, like we knew why I was getting it and it was like a type of food. Mm-hmm. And then I never got it again until like this winter where like 
my eyes, everything was just dry I and crunchy you and were red. Me, yeah. yeah. Um, and so this is just like a little bit of a wake up call to everyone um, to start watching what you eat and like taking care of like what you're putting on your skin. And I really, um, I'm a firm believer that like nothing's going to change um, unless you are really proactive about things um, and definitely making sure that you're using like natural products, both on your skin and inside your body because everything you put on your skin essentially is going into your body as well. Yeah. I mean, our, it's like one of those cheesy, like quote facts <laughs> that you hear, but like our skin is our largest organ and, and it it's truly, a sponge. it's a sponge. It, it does absorb everything. And I've always, from day one, I've never said that I'm like, you know, all natural or nothing. I'm not, but when it comes to skincare, I do my best to, to try and be. Yeah. And what about makeup? Well, I feel like makeup, makeup that you is wear- a bit tougher. Cause I'm like, I do really love, I don't wear much makeup. But so when you do, when I do, I, I appreciate a, a quality lipstick. <laughs> um, but they're, you know, that's the beautiful thing about how quickly the green beauty kind of thing has just grown in the last couple years even. Is, I wonder if Chanel or like Dior is ever going to make that transition. It's tough because there's obviously there's, it comes with its own challenges in terms yeah. of formulation. There's a reason why, you know, things feel so silky and beautiful and last a really long time. It's because there are certain chemicals in there that are making that happen mm-hmm. that you just, you can only replicate to a certain extent with natural ingredients, but I think we can come pretty close and there's, it's only going to get better at this point. Yeah. Especially um, with packaging too. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like chem, even like cosmetic chemists now, you know, these are people who come from such a pure science background um, and are so not in the kind of natural world of things, but they very much recognize the demand for that now. And so they're only now doing their best to try and, you know, formulate and come up with new ingredients to meet that demand. Cause yeah. it's just, that's the way we're moving. It's kind of yeah. obvious. I mean, I think you'd be dumb not to, it's like, What's um one product that you couldn't live without and you could use for the rest of your life? Of my own? Of your own. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could like or like any other. Um I mean it probably would be the face oil. I was gonna think your cleansing oil. No, I could like not wash my face oh, if I Okay. I'm like sometimes I just don't wash my face at all for a couple of days. <laughs> Do you know what I started to do? I'm like, um, (laughs) I wash my face at night only. And then I don't put any oils or serums on at night. And I wake up and like, nothing is red. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing that for a while now until like my eye thing completely clears up. Mm -hmm. But, um, so for you, it's your face oil. It's the face oil. I need hydration. Like I, I need, is your skin dry? It's it's dry. It's really dry and flaky, but then it's oily on top of the dryness. So Mm. for me, that was kind of one of the immediate effects and benefits to using oil on my face was it really quickly started to balance out my skin. Um, and just, you know, it is so multi-purpose of a 
product, not my face oil specifically, mm-hmm. but also just any face oil. Yeah. You know, it just works literal miracles for skin. Um, so if I had, like I, sometimes that's all I put on in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that and maybe lip balm. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Cause lip my lips balm. get really dry too. <laughs> I love your lip balm. I'm obsessed with lip balms. Um, okay. So I know that mornings are so prevalent to your day and I'm kind of like becoming obsessed with mornings. I feel I love mornings. like <laughs> I, well, your morning is extra and we're going to get My into mornings that. Are epic. Um, but I feel like mornings, like one, they set our tone for the day Two, We need to appreciate them more because not people don't get to have mornings sometimes. Like we're very fortunate enough to be able to wake up in the morning. Um, but that's part of my morning. Yeah. Um, Being grateful. I think that no, me just ranting on about the importance no. of mornings again. Um, your mornings like, are I feel like your mornings are extensive. Mine <laughs> too. Yeah, kind of. I think so. We'll get into maybe not your the morning. morning, but like what you're ingesting in the morning is probably maybe oh, more shit. extensive yeah. than mine. Um, there's a lot of liquids to my morning, mm-hmm. like a lot of liquids. Before Same. I eat something, there's a lot that goes in. But no, anyways, so I think that people need to start appreciating them, their mornings more um, and taking time and to be mindful um, and to just like overall just appreciate how it sets the tone Um yeah. Anyways, I'm going to mm-hmm. stop rambling. Let's talk about your morning rituals because I know that they're hella intense. I mean, they're, they're so not you wake up at, they're not that intense. So I'm trying to wake up earlier. Oh my God. They are intense, but okay. Um, actually we were just in LA and naturally because of the time difference, we were waking up earlier and it was so lovely. So I'm trying to really make that People in LA probably have like, they all have the same equally crazy mornings. Yeah. Like a a 7am wake up time is, is ideal for me. Mm -hmm. It's not realistic at this time, but I'm working on it. We're slowly. You should, you know what you should do? Sidebar. I'm interrupting and I'm sorry. What people should be doing. Um, I don't do this, but maybe one day sleeping with your blinds open. So I you was wake literally going to say we already, we, I do. It. You do? Doesn't so you do wake anything. up at seven? No, I don't. I could sleep. I could. No, it doesn't work. Oh. I believe me. <laughs> That's like, I'm, I for sure do that because if the blinds are closed, I'm literally awake at 1 p.m. Like it's, I could sleep. I'm so, I can't, I'm up at, I could go, sleep for I'll, anything. I'll talk about myself It later. doesn't matter how bright it is, but Shit. like a beaming sun helps. Yeah. To be honest, if it was, if it was sunnier, more consistently. It also doesn't help that your dog can also sleep for hours. Yeah. We have a lot of things working against us, <laughs> I think. So 7 a.m. ideal wake up 7 call. 7 a.m. is ideal. I am. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, maybe closer to like a 8.30, 9 now. <laughs> I'm not impressed with you. Okay. But keep in mind, I'm also up until about 1 Okay. AM. So it's really just we're different people. It's a shifted, yeah. It's a shifted day, yeah. and oftentimes I'm working at night, so like it's all over the place. Yeah. This is not to say that that's a good thing. I'm trying to kind of reschedule and reorganize my life, yeah, so that it, you know, 
it's not, it's not nice to be working at night sometimes, but actually sometimes for me, I'm more productive at a certain random hour of the day. (laughs) Um, anyways, so yeah, definitely. I open the blinds before I go to bed. That's like a real thing Mm -hmm. because any bit of sunlight helps. Um, what else? We recently purchased a Dyson humidifier. Side note, it's great. <laughs> it's really good for you too. Have you noticed like a change in the I moisture in your I'm, skin? Uh, kind of. I don't know. I have a hard time noticing effects of things unless it's like a serious difference. Jack, have you noticed but anything? I do notice I can breathe a little bit yeah. clearer. Yeah. You need to be more intuitive with your body. I'm not. (laughs) I am, but I'm not. Um, No, I can definitely notice I'm like, I can breathe. I'm not stuffy in the morning when I wake up. Yeah. Like, I think it's helping with allergy season as well. Um, So, I mean, really, if you want to go into severe detail, I do try and in my head think of, just something that I'm grateful for when I wake up. Um, it could be anything like literally just the day or (laughs) waking up in itself. Um, and if I had any like weird, crazy dreams, I try to write them down on my phone or in my notebook. I'm still, I admit my phone is still next to the bed. Same. That's something we're also trying to work on. Um, I try to like, it's like plugged in across the room at times, Mm -hmm. which is like the best I can do right now. But yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I want to get an alarm clock and like not have it. That's what I've been saying for a while. So like, yeah. Um, so that, and then I pretty much want coffee immediately. Um, but I'll try to do, some stretches and if I have five minutes and I'm not like I slept in and I'm <laughs> running to get somewhere cause I'm late. Yeah. Um, I in theory will do like a five or six minute, just like morning meditation or just like try mm-hmm. and sit. And do you do like you can do yourself or do you need like a self-guided No, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm not, I haven't mastered the art of meditation by any means yet, but even just like putting on some like, you know, theta waves or whatever, not theta because that's supposed to calm you down, but (laughs) the other one, (laughs) Um, just like something i I think the dead silence is hard for me still mm-hmm. also cause there's like something always happening in the house or my dog's like licking my foot yeah. and it's just, everything is a distraction. Um, but yeah, like a five to 10 minute thing I can handle. Um, I'm really interested in, in trying Vedic meditation though, or like TM. I think a mantra would really be helpful for me. It's just, I've never done it before. I'm so not familiar with that stuff. So that's like when they give you a mantra and you're literally like repeating. You have to say it over and over again. And so it gives you something to really focus on rather than just like trying to focus on not focusing on anything is a challenge for me because my brain is always going. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 
even just about like stupid shit, but my mind just kind of is never shutting up. So I think that would maybe be helpful, but yeah, a goal goal. for this year. Um, so yeah, that, and then we pretty much, unless one of us is like running out the door for whatever reason, we do our morning coffee together, Jackie and I, um, and liquids, liquids. So water, warm water with lemon mm-hmm. first. <laughs> I've gotten better at that because <laughs> usually I just immediately want coffee. But I've noticed that as soon as I have a warm slash hot water with lemon, I'm like instantly relieved of the need for coffee. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly. I think it's just like remembering. I think I'm just like, it's more the idea of the coffee that is like a comfort and just like the addiction of the taste and the ritual, I think. Um, But I'm probably just really dehydrated. (laughs) It could be that. We lose, we get so dehydrated when we're sleeping because our body, when we're breathing, sidebar, just education. When we're sleeping, we're, say we're sleeping from like for six to eight hours, breathing, you know, that's our lungs working and that's our body still working. Yeah. So when we're work, our bodies are working, we're using up energy and water and all of that. Um, so we actually wake up super dehydrated. So they say you should be drinking at least like two to three glasses for a second yeah. when you wake up just to like rehydrate. And then even from there, like you'll know if you're actually hungry because exactly. some people wake up starving that's and it's what like, I no, mean. it's thirst. Yeah, it's no. not, you're not so, starving. Yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to be really conscious of that. Cause yeah. I, I do notice that I'm like, I, I'll drink like a full cup of like hot water with lemon. And I'm like, Oh, that actually was really nice. And I feel mm-hmm. somewhat satisfied and I can like wait another half hour maybe before I have a coffee or something. Yeah. Um, so that, um, uh, Jackie generally makes our coffee. That's a ritual for her. That's a ritual for her. Yeah. <laughs> a forced ritual. <laughs> a forced um, ritual. <laughs> uh, and we've started using the French press again, which has been nice because yeah. it is like a bit of a slower routine. Mm-hmm. And then we have more coffee. Oh my God. <laughs> to last us for the early, oh my God. Early parts of the day. I definitely um, think it's a ritual thing because I was mentioning to you, like I've been. Well, I just had a coffee now with you, but, um, I did like six weeks with forced, no caffeine, forced but, upon you. yeah, but even remember last time I came over yeah. when we went, I got a it was decaf, first coffee, yeah. I got, oh, a de- yeah. it was decaf and I was just like, it's still a ritual. Like I'm still drinking something, mm-hmm. um, warm, it's the taste, but, I think what? it's the taste for me. I just like I, crave it's it still. Yeah. But, um, but I could easily go a month without it too. Yeah. There's, There's so much other... research that has been done. Like to, I want to actually sit down for like a week and really research whether or not like the, the negative effects of caffeine, because I know so many people say like, they're not real. It's not true. Like if caffeine works for you, it works for you. But like, I hate getting jittery. I don't get you don't jittery. Get it, but like I do. And it's so annoying. Yeah. Caffeine has never really affected me again to my knowledge. It probably, I am sure it is, but not to the point where I'm like buzzing. That never happens. Yeah. If anything, I could like go back to sleep if I had a shot of espresso. They like actually <laughs> say they're your best naps are after you have coffee. That's but like a nap, like, Interesting. like 45 I minutes. I don't take naps. I can't. 
Oh, you're one of those. Stop for me. <laughs> okay. I would just be sleeping for the rest of the day. Oh, okay. It's, it doesn't help me. Fair. Um, so I know you're really yeah. into incense. Incense are part of the coffee. So basically we'll make coffee. We'll sit down on the couch, mm-hmm. um, light an incense. And that kind of, I think is a nice, just grounding moment to start the day. Um, and try to just like, you know, mentally either just like clear your mind mentally or actually try and be productive in terms of like setting a schedule for the day and uh, really trying to like set an intention or focus. Yeah. Cause you've been working for yourself for so long now. Yeah. Um, and it's I also a challenge. Yeah. Sometimes. Like so many of my friends who work for themselves, like it's kind of hard to first initially get into that routine. Cause it's like, Oh, you, you don't have a boss like telling you what to do. Um, you are your own boss. So yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. And like <laughs> you're all, your brain's always on. So I think if the slower you take with your mornings, it's a luxury too. I mean, some people oh, are up and have to 100%. run out the door. So it's like yeah. being able to actually um, take time in the morning is a luxury. Um, I also kind of recommend like getting up at least 30 minutes before. If you can't, um, like if you don't have that time in the morning as is, but get up 30 minutes before just so you can kind of appreciate your morning a little bit more. That's just me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is really my favorite time of day which is why I'm trying the earlier I get up, the more time I could have. That's like leisurely before I need to just seriously get back to work. So yeah, I enjoy it. And if it's a sunny day, it's even nicer (laughs) in the summer. We'll just sit in the backyard and have our coffee there. So it's like, yeah nice um okay so those were the morning rituals what are Um, some brands at the moment that you're really into um in all categories yeah uh let's see well my mind immediately goes to like wellness and food (laughs) um (laughs) i'm really loving activist manuka honey i pretty much have that daily okay so do you eat it a lot of people are putting it on their face and i'm like that's something really expensive to be putting on your face i we actually just did a mask (laughs) the other night um with (laughs) i mixed it with um some kefir and some uh what's it called spirulina oh um and this was, we, we did an Aztec, no, what's the it called? The clay, the Egyptian clay. Egyptian magic. Yeah. Um, no, no, Egyptian magic what's is it called? the- That's the bomb. Yeah. No, the Aztec clay, the Egyptian clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it called Aztec magic? No. no whatever. Aztec, whatever. The, the you get clay. it on Amazon though, and you're supposed to mix it with, <laughs> yeah. with apple, apple cider, cider vinegar. vinegar. Yeah. It's actually the number one product- on Amazon beauty. And it has had that standing for two years. Well, it's a stunning product. I'm like, literally, I've never tried it, but I'm selling it right now. It costs $14.99 for that bottle or is it $25? It's, it's, so I have a big tub yeah. of it. Yeah. I think it's like 20 something. You mix it with apple cider vinegar. You put it on your face. Yeah, you can it is it the with, most, it sucks out everything out of your pores. Wonderful. Your face um, will be red after. <laughs> it will be red for about 30 minutes to, to an hour, depending on how long you left it. 
Um, you can also use it as a spot treatment overnight oh. on a zit, just a little dab. That's good. To um, know. I mean, if you have super sensitive skin, I wouldn't leave it on overnight, but you, I do. Um, a lot of people have been freaking out though. I was reading reviews on Amazon. People were freaking out because you wash it and like, you literally look like a tomato. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nice. Looking. It's not cute. No, no. Um, but this is why I did the honey. We did the honey after that. So we did a, uh, double masking. Oh, okay. That's nice. Our evenings are often as intensive as our mornings, oh <laughs> depending on the day. Yeah. We've now coined masking Mondays. We typically have, we used to have Manny Mondays where we would do our nails and now that's turning well, into a, a good thing a to like one do together. Um, yeah. Also another ritual. We to like have. don't go out. So this is our entertainment. Grandmas. <laughs> um, anyways, I love activist. It's a really beautiful brand of Manuka. And I've like been ingesting Manuka from a young age. My mom. So my, mom used to own a bakery and she used to buy it wholesale from uh this company in New Zealand as well so it was always like if I was sick I took it mm-hmm. um and so this is a really nice their branding is beautiful and it very beautiful the quality is amazing it's like well worth you're getting what you pay for um, um and they have like three different types so the the lower grade uh I think it's like MGO is the Mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah. based in LA. Yeah. She's based in LA. Yeah. Um, but everything is coming from, they're originally from New Zealand or Oh really? Australia. Like she's like shipping it in, like importing yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Do you um, think that also sidetrack, like, um, we come from like really similar backgrounds. It's really funny, but do you think your mom's like influence had a lot of influence on you? Like with being like kind of ish a naturalist mm-hmm. when you were younger? Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely from a food standpoint even like, though she owned a bakery <laughs> yeah but it was all it's also just like no one it was like the only bakery in the city that was actually you know making things from scratch and like good quality ingredients that you know it was a little bit more expensive but it was actually like real sugar and like good quality flour and eggs and mm-hmm. organic milk. And it's like, no one was really doing that because people were buying like cake from the grocery store. And yeah. so I think it is, you know, my parents are Russian and it's like definitely a European to have whole mentality. Products. And so she always cooked at home. We never, we rarely went out or ate out. I like begged for McDonald's when I was little because everyone else <laughs> and there was, was one at Anderson Steel's yeah too. and my mom was like and no <laughs> <laughs> no sorry no all my um, birthday cakes were from there when I was a kid from Chocolata yeah, yeah it was a classic yeah <laughs> you just you had to do it um but yeah for a hundred percent she for sure influenced me and we didn't have money to spend on stuff so it wasn't like she was just buying everything. She really, you know, carefully chose what she was investing in. Mm-hmm. And I think we were pretty minimal when it came to like, she she definitely like would buy like one really nice face cream and that's what she used. And, and yeah. now I feel like people have like, you open up your shelf yeah. and there's just like a million fucking products, products there. Yeah. And like, no one even knows what's good for them anymore. Exactly. What's your... um 
favorite wellness trend of 2019, I guess. Oh, God. The year has just begun. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> it's, we're six months in. Wellness trend? I don't know. I guess probably... I mean, I just stocked up on CBD pens. <laughs> in CBD. LA. Well, at least we're not. I feel like it's not we, my favorite mm. by any means. I'm. I just think it's funny, kind of. It is funny. But, well, we're not as bad as New York. New York, it's like like because I mean, like weed is legal now here, mm-hmm. but um, in New York, people are putting CBD in everything. Like you'll go to yeah. a restaurant, and they have like a CBD menu. Yeah, that's not really what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I, I, again, I don't know that I necessarily see the difference when something I, has it or doesn't have it. So I can't speak to that. Um, I think it's a very trendy thing that's happening. It's very, trendy. whether it is actually effective and real or not. I don't know yet. Um, the mushroom trend is really cool. I don't want to call it a trend because the mushrooms are like amazing and, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of probably one of the next things to really look for. Look for, yeah. Yeah, because um, I feel like um, I feel like the past two years have been looking at mushrooms as singular products and like adaptogenic. So you had like the shaga, the ashwagandha, yeah. all that stuff. But now I think in 2019, we're kind of more focusing on combining everything together. And like there's so many elixirs that are out there um, and are coming to life. Um, yeah but they actually have so many healing properties that actually make you feel better and kind of could help you in the long run. Mm -hmm. So I do recommend people look into that. Yeah. I think mushrooms are just so fascinating. Yeah. Um, I don't know an extensive amount about that world, but um, just like the, one of the facts that was told to me that I was just like mind blown was the fact that, if you had a, like, let's say you had an area that um, had a crazy fire and everything was just like burnt down and literal, just like dead life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you planted a mushroom in that spot, it would basically revive, would revive the surroundings. And so that's crazy. I think that they just, they feed off of, anything. So, I mean, that's a really terrible explanation. Well, that, they could base their, they can make something out of nothing that, but <laughs> and they can flourish. Yeah. But it's Pretty kind much. of like the thought of that and how something so simple could potentially save our environment at this point. Yeah. Um, is really interesting. So um, if it's doing that, think of what it, could do for your body inside your body in like Um, yeah a good way i'm also really interested in uh we've been formulating with uh kelp and seaweed cool recently and that's something i think is really powerful and amazing too um also to ingest ingest apply topically um i think yeah it's like anytime i am in the ocean i see the immediate effects on my skin. And I think there's obviously a reason for that. And I feel like there's so many minerals and nutrients and vitamins from the ocean and ocean life. And I feel like that's also something that's 
you see not as often. Yeah, it's just like, again, going back to global warming and like us putting garbage in the ocean. Like, yeah. So also, yeah, with that being really <laughs> mindful of where you're yeah. sourcing it from um, and that it's, you know, ethically sourced and sustainably harvested. But uh, I think the benefits of that too are pretty incredible. Yeah. I'm just like adding like seaweed into anything I cook too at this point. Same. I've been adding dolls into a lot of my Oh yeah. Your smoothie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, metal detoxing benefits. Also, I hate the word detox, but it's just kind of like metals aren't something that we want in our body. Yeah. So it kind of removes it. Um, also a lot of like, if we talk about like chlorella, it gets a lot of radiation out of our system, mm-hmm. which is great. So to anyways, 2019, what's, what are you working on for the brand this year? Well, we have been working on a bit of a refresh actually. So long awaited. It's been about a year since we started the process. Um, but we'll be launching that later this spring, late spring. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for that. Me too. Um, so that'll be something to look forward to. Yeah. Also to your packaging things. You use glass, which is great. We use glass. Um, we're switching it up. So, I mean, right now everything we use is aside from the, the dropper plastic top, mm-hmm. um, which eventually it's hard to move away from, but we're working on it step by step. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, recyclable, reusable, ideally, um, and just kind of working to produce some more interesting, differentiated products and ways of packaging things with keeping in mind, you know, obviously trying to eliminate plastic, the use of plastic wherever we can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. And we're, we're, we're working with a lot of really talented people too, some locally, some really far away, but, um, <laughs> it's been overall, the process has been really yeah fun. I'm excited. Um, okay. So well, that's coming. So that's, new things to I come. I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Um, sorry that you guys had to just hear us ramble. Cause like, that's what it was. That's this was just a ramble. Um, if you guys aren't already following friend, f.miller.skincare and yeah, to be posted on, are you doing the folio stuff anymore? We are. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll it's all coming together. Yeah. It'll be revived soon. Cool. Okay. Well, that's it for today and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.